Okay, let's begin our discussion of Parshas Ha'azinu, uh, Tavshin Pei Dalin, the first, uh, shear in, uh, of this year. Really, it feels we're, we're at an end and we're at a, uh, beginning. We feel a little of, uh, of both ends and beginnings here, Parshas Ha'azinu, Tavshin Pei Dalin, but really it's the, we feel the end, it's the end of the year, the beginning of the year, um, but either way, Baruch Hashem will try to have a shear on Hazin. Baruch Hashem, schedule, we probably will not have a shear on Zosah Bracha. Uh, but Baruch Hashem, I'll try sometime over Sukkot or the week after, which we have a whole week, but I might not be able to give it that week. Um, but I'll try to get up a shear for Parshas Bereshis, Haba Aleinu Litova. Okay, so let's get into the um, first Pasuk. Hazinu HaShemayim Ba'adabeira. Listen, heavens. Listen, heavens, Ba'adabeira, and I will speak for Sishma Ha'aretz Imrefi, and let the land hear Imrefi. So we know Rashi tells us uh, what he does, which maybe we'll read soon, but first let's start off with the Kutzker. Start off with the Kutzker Rebbe, where the Kutzker Rebbe says, Ha'azinu um, ha'shamayim, listen in a shamayim type of way. First source, Ha'rebbe mi'katzchayim afaresh, ha'azinu ha'shamayim, ha'azinu ha'azana shamayimis. Listen, a heavenly listening. What does that mean? What does that mean? There's a Kutzker that maybe uh, some are familiar with, uh, but uh, he says it right here. Why do we say when somebody is has Yira, they don't, we don't just say they have Yira Hashem, they have Yira Shemayim. Right? We want to have Yira Shemayim. Well, why Dafka Yira Shemayim? Yira Hashem created everything. Yira Haaretz. Right? So why Yira Shemayim? Yira Malachim? Right, we, don't, we shouldn't just blame the, the colloquial way of saying it, but even the Mishnah has it. Mishnah in the first paragraph, so shouldn't it be Yiras Hashem? Isn't that the mitzvah? Right, mitzvah number four. Right, belief in Hashem, Yichud Hashem, Avas Hashem, and Yiras Hashem. So why do we call it Yiras Hashem? Baram says the Kutzker, Eshamora Hagadol BeYoser, Bivdei Diver Shal Hashem Isbarach. What is the greatest reflection of Yiras Hashem? We find in the Shemayim. Shekinamru Chachamenu, because Chazal say, Afa Bishas Shemayim Nivru Biyom Rishon. Even though the heavens were created on day one, they weren't really finished yet. As many things in my Sabrachus, right? They weren't finished uh, yet. Right? We know that the sun and the moon and the stars. Right, it took time. Everything took time. But here, it wasn't finished yet. And when was it finished? Only when HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, Yehi Rakia. From Hashem's Ga'ara, from Hashem's growl, so to speak, Kafu v'nasu mutzakim, the heavens heard, and they were in shock, and they were frozen. Kederch she'odam kufa v'chal gufo miskashem achmas pachad b'shamu tzakam afchido. When a person hears a, a screech, a scream, they 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 can't move. They're in shock. That's yira shemayim, the yira that the shemayim has. And as long as the shemayim are still existing, it's existing because of the yira that was created. Um, no, from Yihirakia. Yotze Eifo, Kizesha Shemayim is Kaimim, Me Ozabriavadayom. The fact that the heavens are existent from all the time of Isa Bracious, 5,784 years ago until today, Vena Misrofafim, Harizimikoch Oso Mora Vapachad. That comes from that great Mora and Pachad from Yihirakia. It should be the Rakia shall exist. So when we say Yirashemayim, we're saying somebody has that awe and trepidation. That's the bracha. That we have to serve Hashem with that type of, of recognition. 
and godly, God-centric life. So says the Kotzker. So that's Hazino Hashemayim. Right? It's not just listen heavens, like Hazal say, but we have to listen in a Shemayim type of way. We have to follow HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Shetishmu v'ta'azinu l'tvar Hashem, k'derach sheshamu v'azinu Shemayim ha'azana Shemayimus. Okay. So that Kotzker gets us, gets us started. And now we have another Pasuk or two, another thought or two, based on the first Pasuk. So, Hazino HaShemayim, you have in the second source, the Apirion. The Apirion is the th- author of the Kitzvah Shulchan Aruch, Rav Shlomo Gansfried, who said that he said a thought when he first became a Rav in a certain city before he moved to another city. But he says, Yesh Mefarshim, there are those that explain, Shemayim and Aretz here refer to different types of Jews. Shemayim yakavana alanashim hachashuvim, ba'alei Torah, oskim be'iske Shemayim. Right, who are the Shamayim? The people who are Osik in heaven. The people who are Tamid Chachamim, the people who are um, those who have Yerat Shamayim, as we just said, the Shamayim people. And then there are the Aretz people. Those who are more involved in the, you know, the, uh, the head, the, the, the earthly, the mundane, those who obviously are, 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 are wonderful, amazing, simple Jews, but they're not focused on the uh, Shemayim always, but they're also focused on the Aretz. So says the Apirion, Kibios Lashen Amira, when you speak to the Shemayim, Va'adabera. A little harsher, a little more more dry. The Sishma Ha'aretz, as we know, Shmia Imrefi. Imrefi, Kotoma, Labes Yaka, right? We know the Tagaid, Tagaid, and Tidabra are both harsher forms of speech. Kibios Lashon Amira, Mora Lamira Pshuta. Amira is a more simple, softer way to speak. Velashon Dibra, Mora Alpnimis Inyan. It's a deeper, it's a more intense way to speak. That's why when we speak to the Shamayim, when somebody's speaking to the heavenly focused Tamil Chachamim, gotta speak a little more Vaadabera. But Imre Fi is a little softer. And he says, he says, and this is a little bit, um, maybe alluding, alluding to a minag, a minag that many have this Shabbos, Shabbos Shuva, where many give a drasha, um, and the, in the drasha, often when a, uh, a rabbi gives a drasha, if he splits it up into parts, the, usually the first half is halacha, lumdis, and, uh, the second part is more dibre machshava, and, and, um, musr, and inspiration in uh, in that way. And that's what we do, obviously, here in the shul as well. Um, but he says maybe it's alluded to in uh, in this pasuk. It's alluded to because shemayim ba'atabeira, the deeper, the harsher, the more categorical type of speech, the halacha, the dry halacha, that's more deeper. Imrefi, the softer, the inspirational, the uh, the motivational. That comes second. That comes second. We have to start off with the halacha. You have to start off with the lumdis. And he says, that's the alluded to in this, uh, in this pasuk. That's what it says at the, uh, the end. He says, and why do you do it in that order? Because there's no greater simcha to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and we're osek Torah, And then we can get inspired to actually fulfill the Torah. 
And that's what he says. On line 16, he says, Why don't you start with the Musr and Machshava? He says, no, no. Because you first you want to put a Kaddish Baruch in a good mood, so to speak. Like the Gemara says, Obviously, Hashem is in a good mood when we're having Divrei Machshava and Musr and inspiration too. But that shouldn't be our, the, the main focus is also to know the halacha, to understand the Dvar Hashem, and then to be inspired to, to follow that Dvar Hashem. But he quotes the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah, and it's also in the beginning of Avodah Zarah, about Melech Fetzibur, who goes in first? The Melech should go in first. You want to catch the judge before he gets, uh, you know, upset. If Akadosh Baruch Hu hears about all this, all the places we have to improve, and all the places we, uh, we are sin, and that's the first thing that we focus on, no, no, first we'll focus on the Torah and the Allah and the Kaddish Baruch Hu's, um, amazing uh, system of Taryag, and then we'll get into the inspiration to, to, um, to follow it. Okay, but anyway, it's alluded to in this Pasuk, he says, maybe the fact that we first have Halacha, we speak about Shamayim, to the Shamayim people, Badabera, and the, uh, the categories, and then Tishbaha Aretz, the Amaya Aretz, um, the Imrefi, the Softer Lush. Now we have a thought relating to the entire Shiraz Ha'azinu. And I think we mentioned this idea a number of months ago, years ago, I don't remember, but it's again, it's a Yisodistic idea in life, having to do with Ashkacha. Here I gave it to you from Rabbi Blumenzweig in Vahasalachti, where he talks about <coughs> comparing this Parsha and last Parsha. Comparing Azinu to, really, two Parshas, Nitzavim. Pa'amayim karim anu, we're on source, the page number two now. Pa'amayim karim anu al talich ha-histori ha-asidi shalam Yisrael. Twice in these last couple of parshios. And keep in mind, we mentioned this a couple of days ago, uh, a couple of shirim ago, excuse me, the, um, the fact that all these parshios are on the last day of Moshe's life. From the end of Kisavo to the end of the Torah was all Zion Adar. All Zion Adar. So there's a different presentation of a similar idea in Nitzavim and in Ha'azinu. Right? So we have a process of history. The Parshas Ha'azinu mitu ar talich shalem. In Ha'azinu, right, we have to do the Psukim and we have to read the Unkulis and the Rashi, right? Me'achit ha'tzafui la'achar k'nisa ha'asamala Moshe Rabbeinu tells us, he says, you're going to sin and your Hashem is going to leave you and you're going to be punished. But eventually, right, we're going to come back. Go to the whole history of of Schet, Galus, and Geula. Ulam od kodem Nitzavim also talks about that. Kfar hofia talich hahidarderut shalam Yisrael. Right, we, the first the first aliyah, you know, right, the first aliyah we learn on a weekday. Nitzavim, right, we're going to lead. Ufanalam pen yesh b'chem ish oisha b'shamas debrei Allah lo yov Hashem. Right, you have to. So in both parshios we have a story. In Azino it's a little harder to understand because you have to go through the Ramazim, but also there in Nitzavim. We have the Hidar Darut, Chazarasa Bitshuva, Bahagu'ula Shibik Voseha. That's the history of Am Yisrael, the ups and the downs, Lumenachitva Onshova Adlugulas Yisrael. So what's the difference? Why do you have the same story over again? You can't say it's just for emphasis. So there's a little difference between Nitzavim and Ha'azinu. A difference in, you don't catch it unless you kind of take a step back. Parshas Nitzavim mitueres hachuva ketalachis orish alam Yisrael. Nitzavim, we sin, we're punished, we do tshuva. 
were inspired to do tshuva. How many psukim in Yitzavim talk about tshuva? Mitzvah zos, according to the Ramban, is tshuva. Kitalach is Orish Alam Yisrael. Ha'am mevin kichata. Umitokach bis'or l'tshuva. Vashivosel vavecha. Vishavta Hashem alkecha. Ha'azinu talks about chet, onesh, and geula, but it does not mention any inspiration that we have to do it. Lo'umazos paparshas ha'azinu ain't shum izgur lo'mahalech shekazeh. You read the Psukim. It doesn't say that we are all inspired. It sounds like it's it's going to be something automatic. It's going to happen. The Ramam talks about this in Uchus Tshuva. Right? The Ramam says, Asid Klai Yisrael to do Tshuva, as if it has to be. Just parenthetically, it's one of the answers, famous question that the Rambam deals with. Famous if you know it, but this is really a famous question that, you know, why the Rambam only counts the mitzvah as vidui. Tshuva seems to be the background. When you do tshuva, do vidui. So it's not really a question because in the Koteret of Hilchah Shuva, he says the mitzvah is to do tshuva and to be mitzvadeh. But if you say it's a question, so then there are many different answers given. The Meshachachma has his answer and, uh, and others, but the Mishas Yavis, Rav Jolti writes, because the definition of a mitzvah is that it's always, we'll always have a choice to do it or not. And tshuva is something that the Torah promises that we will do. So at a certain stage, Rav Jolti says, we're not going to have Bechira at that stage. And therefore it can't be a mitzvah because a mitzvah has to be eternally with free choice. Okay, but either way, the but Ha'azinu, you don't get any, any message, any inkling that there's going to be some type of inspiration Yisei Remizo, says Rebbe Lumenzweig, B'shiras ha'azinu mashba shegulas Yisrael barak b'glau ha'cheshbonios ha'elu ki'im ulagoyim. And it doesn't even have to do with us. It sounds like why the Jews are going to come back? Because of the chil Hashem shebo. Because the goyim deserve to be punished because of all the bad things they did for us. Because they don't recognize Hashem. Lule kaso yevagur penyinakrut saremo penyomri adeno ramo v'lo Hashem pa'al kazos. What is the menia? What is the motivator of geula? Even if the Jews aren't worthy, right? Still, so it's two different. It's the same process, but it's a different emphasis. It's missing one ingredient. Nitzavim were inspired to do the tshuva, while Hazinu, there's going to be tshuva done. And there's going to be geula brought, but not dafka from us. Bahatama, and he says, connected to this on the bottom right, Efshalom Sobeshtei Parshios, Kaman Algelokishoner. Who is the Parsha talking to? Nitzavim starts off, Atem Nitzavim Ayom Kolchem, you're all here. It's Moshe talking to Am Yisrael explaining to them that it's your choice and you have to do, you have to do proper, uh, Bechira Chavshis and Tshuva Vechulu. Yes, <laughs> Not talking to us. That's the difference, right? That's what he says in the next column. It's Hashem, Moshe Rabbeinu, talking in the name of Hashem to Am Yisrael. It's totally on us. Closeness. 
Pana el marechas hateva. Hashem turns to nature. Hashem turns to the world. El chok shebebria. Turns to nature. The sun and the moon. Hamiskeras hakavu azu. He amati malayin al hagel kis muchletes. The ultimate plan of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. The destiny of the world. Sheishlam matara mishela. It has its own destiny, the world. As if there's a march towards that time. Vihi poeles me'al umeevralis nagus anoshis. Separate from any human inter, in, interaction, input, influence. Amna matarasa lofia bemetsias anoshit. Akbne adam heimra kli mischak ba. Right? We are kli mischak. So these are two types of hanhaga that Akadish Brahu has in the world. One type of hanhaga that we are involved and we are mashpia, and what we do has an effect. And then there's also, uh, we might call it a hanhaga klalis, where HaKadosh Baruch Hu is willing the world in a certain direction, coming to a certain destiny. You might call it, these two ideas, bi'ita achishana, as Chazal call it, right? In its time, I will hasten it, when Mashiach will come. Bi'ita, it's going to happen. It's going to happen in its time, whether we like it or not, whatever's going to happen. Achishana, but we could have... Uh, an effect. These are two tzadim in Hashgacha, and they're both true. And we don't understand how they both can be true. You might connect this again, just a marmakom ani, um, Rev Salvechik's Adam 1 and Adam 2, right? Two stories of Adam Arishon, Perak Aleph and Perak Beis. One, he is a player. And one, he is just what we might call a chefsa amongst all the nivraim. Right? There are two elements of hashkacha that, that are, uh, being reflected here. And Moshe Rabbeinu is giving that message to Klal Yisrael. You can make a difference. You could be involved. But also, one should know that there's a greater artist here that is, that is drawing the, the, the picture of history. Going from history in the past to destiny in the future, whether, you know, we're gonna get on the train or not, but it's gonna happen. Akadosh Baruch Hu is willing it. And this is Nitzavim, and this is Ha'azinu. And that's what he says now on the left side of page, of source number four. You might say, these are two parallel types of Anaga, but they're at two different times in history. Sometimes Sometimes man is mashpia, so to speak, on God's hand. And sometimes Hashem's like, you know what? I'm not, I can't have you involved right now. This is what I got to do. But as, as we just explained, and as Reb Blumenzweig says, Amlam near it's better. We, we don't say that. It's at different times. Hadvarim shaluvim zebazet, they intertwine with each other. Yeshchok eloki, yeshtochnit aruchas tvach, long-term view. Shemanag Hashem l'arakol historia, that Hashem is manag of all of history. Omitoch tochnit zu yotzis kriya la'adam, and through this, we're part of it. Alo la'adam la'amod b'tzad. But don't just think of the second Ashkacha clause. A person shouldn't think, well, this is going to happen anyway, so what's, what am I getting involved in? No chas v'shalom. You can't stop the process, but you can be involved in the process. We don't understand it. Just like HaKadosh Baruch Hu is outside of time. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Right? You can't stop it, but you could be part of it. Put this together. It's not the next uh, thought we're going to say, but let's just remember we're going to have a Sefer HaIkarim later in the year, which I think now uh, dovetails with this 
thought of uh, of Reb Blumenzweig. But we have to remember, now finishing up, al ha'adam l'ashub internalize because even the hashkacha klala should inspire us we recognize that it, there is a greater being Avram Avinu recognized it but he also recognized that what he does make it makes a difference he recognized Avram Avinu more than anyone else any Jew in the world he recognized there's a Baal Habira there's a there's a uh, order there's a system but he knew that there's demands on him too and he was ready to sacrifice by all the brisos that he made. So we have Nitzavim, and we have Hazinu. Maybe, he doesn't mention this, but maybe Nitzavim comes first. Because, chas v'shalom, a person should walk out of the, maybe somebody will leave the, after the first half of the conversation. Somebody had to go to the bathroom afterwards and let, no. Nitzavim comes first, get the message of Nitzavim. That's what's maybe even more important for us to hear. But also, we have to recognize that there's also, there's also a Ha'azinu. Okay. Moving right along to a Pasuk that we're all familiar with. This Pasuk was added on to the Amida, um, added on to the Amida, um, post Shas. Right? It's nowhere in Shas. We know Hashem's Fasai Tiftach was added on to the Amida. Uh, in the uh, Gemara already, that's called Tfila Arichta, and we know Hashkivenu is Geula Arichta, uh, but we know Kishem Hashem Ekra is said, because it's not in Shas, that's why it is a Hefsik, it would create a Hefsik being Geula Tfila, so we only add it in when there is no Geula. So that's why we say Kishem Hashem Ekra by Musuf, by Mincha, and by Ne'ila, because those don't have Geula issues. Kishem Hashem Ekra, when I call out to Hashem, which Pashib means when I'm about to David. So I ascribe greatness to Hashem. But as we know, the Gemara in Brachas Chaf Aleph has another limud. We learn something else out from Kishem Hashem Ekra. Not just when I call out to Hashem before I daven, but Kishem Hashem Ekra before I learn. Before I learn. Kishem Hashem Ekra, the Gemara says in Brachas Chaf Aleph, Mikan Labirchas HaTorah. Right? This is the source for making a bracha before, before we learn Torah. And the question we've dealt with in the past is, so what do you mean, Kishem Hashem? You're calling out the name of Hashem, you're about to learn Torah. It's even just a Pashup shot of the Gemara. The Gemara is calling Torah Shem Hashem. Kishem Hashem Ekra, and that's the source of Berchaz Torah. And we even say it every single day. We might not realize it, but right, what do we say in, in, uh, in the Berchaz Torah? Learning Hashem's Torah is knowing His name. When you know somebody's name, that's a, a recognition of their essence. Sometimes you, sometimes you see somebody and you just can't place the name. I'm not so good at names. So I'm like, you look at him, he's like, what's their name again? And right when it clicks, like, oh! So, and right when I remember the name, that, that opens up bridges. And like, oh yeah, now I, now I could place them in my life. And I could say, okay, before I knew their name, because the name is a, is a, is a recognition, is a, is a familiarity. And that's what the Torah is with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He gave us a way to familiarize ourselves with Him. Kishem Hashem Ekra. There is a major discussion in the Rishonim and Achronim, mostly in the Achronim, what type of bracha is Birchas HaTorah? The Pashup Shah, the Ramam seems to say this, that Birchas HaTorah is a Birchas HaMitzvah. 
It's a bracha before we learn Torah, just like we make a bracha before we shake a lulav and before we light Hanukkah candles. Before we do the mitzvah, we make a bracha as a mitzvah. Uh, and that's one suggestion. Another suggestion is, and maybe the difference is between these, there are two, but there's more than one bracha. There's Asher Bach Rabbanu, there's Lasok, uh, Bircha Shevach, Shevach Vodah. Right, the Ramban says this in Sefer HaMitzvahs. The Ramban counts it as a separate mitzvah. I say Daraisa to say Bircha Satora. He says the, Ram, the Rambam left this one out. The Rambam might, might think it's Bircha Satora. That's why it's only the Rabbanan. But the Ramban counts it as a separate mitzvah. I think it's Mitzvah Tezvav that he adds on. He says just like there's a mitzvah of Bircha Satora, so too there's a mitzvah of Bircha Satora. And that's what the Gemara seems to parallel them in that Gemara I mentioned before a brachas. Right? The Bircha Satora is the after you eat. Bircha Satora is before you learn. So this is a big discussion in the postgum. Some even suggest it's a birchas hanehenin because Torah has a hanoah part of it that is inherent and definitional, and that's why we can't learn Torah in Avelus. But there is a thought of Reb Chaim Soloveitchik that I gave you. I'm not sure if we did ever did this in a, in a parsha year, but it's a beautiful thought, uh, and again, it has a lot of uh, lumdus. And this is in the Briskarav, the Griz in, on the Rambam. It quotes this from his father, Reb Chaim. They're dealing with the question of women. Women, the Shulchan Aruch says, the Farish are obligated to say Birchas HaTorah. Even though women are pturos from Talmud Torah. Again, that means Talmud Torah Lishma. The, the Ramah says in Yeredea, women obviously have to learn all the Torah related to mitzvahs that apply to them, which means Da'al Chalkei Shulchan Aruch. Women have to know plenty. Women have to know plenty. But technically, they're not chayiv in Talmud Torah per se, says the Gemara. So the question is, why, how could they say Birchas HaTorah? Right, there's Shochan Arach Paskins that women don't can't make a bracha on a on a mitzvah says on grama, but the Ramah says yes, but the Shochan Arach says no, and here the Shochan Arach says, or Yosef Cairo says that women make uh, say the need to say are obligated to say Berachas in the morning. So he quotes the Briska Rav says Veshamati Mipi Avi Aduni Mori Verabi Agon Achasin Zechasad Vekolish Lavracha Shalmar Dibe Birchas HaTorah Ein Habracha Al Kiyam Mitzvah Shotam Birchas HaTorah, says Reb Chaim, is not a bracha on Talmud Torah, not a birchas mitzvah. You might call it a birchas shevach, but it's a special type of birchas shevach. Rak tehu din bifnei atzmo, de Torah bo'i bracha. When I come in contact with the Dvar Hashem, as we know from the Pasuk in our parsha, Kishem Hashem Ekra, when I come in contact with the Dvar Hashem, I need to recognize that experience. I need to give shevach to the Torah. Kid yalfinu labrachas chafal mikrak to kishem Hashem ekra v'yim kain ein zedin shashach lemitzvah klal. Is that related to the mitzvah? Rock the Torah atzma to unabracha, or as this is said in the yeshivas, the chefsah shal Torah. It's a bracha on the chefsah shal Torah, which means on the institution of learning Torah, but not the mitzvah of learning Torah. Not the mitzvah of learning Torah. It doesn't do with the chiv. It has to do with, I come in contact with Torah. I need to brace myself and recognize what I'm about to touch. The divine, the divine autobiography. Torah is tuna bracha. And therefore women, even if they're peturas from Talmud Torah, but Torah boy bracha. V'nashim peturas rak me ha-mitzvah shal Talmud Torah. Aval enon mufkos me etzem ha-chefzah shal Talmud Torah. It is Torah. Everything is Chafsa Shal Torah. Rav Salvation gave the mashal. He says, if you learn Meseches Megillah, which is basically all about mitzvos Durabanan. What's Meseches Megillah about? Purim and Megillah and Kriyas Torah and Besach Knesses. So all mitzvos Durabanan and most of Meseches Brachas also. 
is is about Mitzvah Drabanan. So am I being Mavatal Torah Midaraisa? I'm learning about Mitzvah Drabanan? Of course not. Of course not. No, it's that the Chovas Gavra of these mitzvahs is Durabanan. But the Dinim Durabanan are also part of the mosaic, the biblical mosaic of Torah, of Chefsa Shal Torah. And therefore, it's, but even if I'm going to learn, only learn Mitzvah Durabanan, I make a bracha. Because it's a bracha on the Chefsa Shal Torah, as Reb Chaim called it on line 10. It's not based on the Kima Mitzvah, but it's based on the um, Torah itself. And he says that maybe that's how um, we know there are days of Mesechah's brachas. We don't paskin this way on Dafir Aleph. The Gemara talks about maybe you only need a bracha on certain parts of Torah. Maybe only on Torah Shebech Maybe only on Midrashim that expand on Torah Shebech Maybe only on Mishnah. Maybe only on Gemara, on Talmud. So what, that doesn't, doesn't really make sense. If it's, it's a bracha on Talmud Torah, you get a mitzvah of Talmud Torah for all of those. But if it's a bracha on the Chefzeshul Torah, just on coming in contact, touching the Dvar Hashem, so then you might have been Mechalik. Again, Lamaisa, we make a bracha on all, on all of it, uh, because it's all Chefzeshul Torah. Baruch Hashem. That's, that's, a, that's a thought to take with us every day of our life. A refrigerator of Chaim, if we might say so. Okay, we continue. We continue. Lamed Bey's Chaf. So the Pasuk tells us in the middle of Hazinu, Vayomer Astira Panaymehem. This is continuing the story that we mentioned before. Hashem says, we were punished. I'm going to give them Hester Panim. Astira Panaymehem. I'm going to hide my face from them. I'm going to see how they end up. You'll see what it's Hester Panim. They are a Dartapuchos, a wishy-washy generation. They're not loyal. Bonim lo emun bum. They are children that are not emun. So emun sounds like from the word emuna, right? Emun, um, you know, that they're not trustworthy. They're not trustworthy. Lo emun. But Rashi says, what is emun? Rashi says, Lashon vayehi omen, right, from the Megillah, right? Omen es hadasa. Right, what does omen mean? Says Rav Sternbach in Tambadas. Ubi uro nireh. One of the elder Rabbanim our, of our generation. Biura nira, milashon imun vehergel. Imun is from the word imunim, practice. Practice, hergel. Shekenu derachinuch banim shenitztavinu aleha. Right, what we have to do with our children is to get them into good habits. As much as possible. As much as possible. Again, not with a fist, but with a heart in our generation. Kikashem, but again, it can't be that, oh, they're just children and we don't have to accustom them to anything and when would they get older? No. Kishem just like an army that doesn't, uh, accustom themselves and practice in days of peace. to fight. To practice, they won't be able to fight. If you don't do imunim, if you don't do imunim, you know, my son who was, who was in the army, I've won in the army now, but my older son, he does, he does miluim each year. So miluim, he does imunim. What is that practice in order to be able to, um, in order to be able to uh, be ready when it's a real? Af im yilmad kol yamav. Af 
im yamav toras amalchama. Im lo emun yada before mamish. If we're not if we're not uh, practicing, um, you know, throughout, so then that is a um, that would not allow us to function properly uh, when we are actually uh, at the krav. So we have so many practices and and imunim for that day. So we have to get them into practice in the army. It's the same thing with parents and children and grandchildren. What's the Pasuk saying? Maybe in that generation, maybe in our generation, we don't accustom our families, ourselves, you can't just talk about it. You gotta do it. You can't just say it. To see it. And that's the, the tochacha of bon in lo emun bon. They're not, they're not, um, following properly the the, the halacha because they didn't have to practice. So we have to do what we can to to give our children and our grandchildren and all the ones around us. Right? Teach by example, but give them the practice because practice makes perfect. And that's an halacha uh, and Torah as well. Okay. Now we get to the thought that I alluded to before. From the Sefer Ha'ikarim. Sefer Ha'ikarim is an underused Sefer. It's uh, obviously one of the re, uh, great Rishon, Rabbi Yosef Albo. Um, if I could say, make a subjective grouping, which I once heard, for of the major not four, the four, but four of the major philosophical works that the Rishonim left us. Um, each one of them is very different. Mora Nevuchim, Chovos Halavavos, Sefer HaKuzari, and the Sefer HaIkarim. Right, so those four um, are in a group, in a category by themselves. Uh, but again, each one of them is very, is very different. The Sefer HaIkarim is very, it's underused, but used it over the over the years, try to use it more and more. But it's 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 amazing. It's 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 deep, but it's understandable. And it's, um, obviously there's a lot more every, every, uh, parak. But here the Savior Karam talks about a pasik in our parsha. So towards the end of the parsha, we have Lamed Beis, Lamed Tes. Ru'u'ata ki ani, ani hu. I am, I am, who? Ani, ani hu. What is Ani Anihu? So the Savior Karam comes to that at the end of the paragraph, but first we'll read it from the beginning. Again, it's a hard concept, but at least we could formulate it. We could formulate it, but not fully understand it. Let's say that. Hashem is not bound by time. We can't talk about Hashem's past or Hashem's future. Hashem is really old. You can't say that. Hashem is not old. Every single thing in the world ages and has an age. Line 10. Even the Shalaman of Dal, even angels and and the sun and the moon and the stars. He gives a mushal. Hine, line 13. Let's see the sun. The sun was 2,000 years old in the days of Abraham. 
You know how old the sun is now? Five, more than 5,700 years old. That's the sun. Because the sun goes from the moment that it was created and it gets old. Doesn't mean that it shows its age, but it, it has years. Whatever is around now that was around in the days of David is old. Hashem is not old. Hashem was around in the days of Abraham and in the days of David and in the days of our day. But that doesn't make him old because he's not within time. Again, we can formulate it, but we can't really understand it. Right, he has more history under his belt. No! He's the Bore Olam. Right? He is Kayam. He exists. He exists. We are bound by time. But all we can say is that Hashem exists. And it says, that's what it says, turn over the page. That's what it says in Yavamis Tezayin. Right, the Pasuk says in Tehillim, Nara Yisi Gamzakanti. So the Gemara wonders, who's saying that? Nara Yisi Gamzakanti. Yes, David put it into Tehillim, but was it his? So the Gemara says, Ilema David, Mikashish Kulehai, Gamzakanti. David Melech was so old, David Melech didn't live so old. Right? Shivim Shana. That doesn't mean that he's so old. So the Pasuk can't really come from David. Hashem, says the Gemara, Mi'ika Zikna Kamei, you know what that means, says the Rebbe Yosef Albu? Hashem doesn't age. You can't talk about zikna regarding Hashem. So it must be talking about the Bible says the Sar Olam, some Malach. Harobira, what do you see? Beferish, Hashem Yisbarach lo yituar bezikna. He cannot be described that way. And that's the Pasuk here in Ha'azinu. Skip two lines. Ani, Anihu. Shtei pa'amim. Elo hakel Yisbarach liosa tamid kayim betar echad. It's like before, and whatever you think about me, I'm the same. I'm the same. Again, this fits in with the, what we said earlier about the two levels of Ashkacha. Hashem is Ashkacha Klawis. Yes, he allows himself to be involved in Ashkacha Pratis, but not to the extent that he is, you know, involved fully or that he might, or that he might age. Okay. Two other thoughts for this uh, this evening's shear. One is a pasuk that is, uh, if you think about it, it's, you know, what does it mean? Right, the pasuk says, towards the end of the parsha now, after the song, Hashem says to Moshe, we've spoken about that in the past. Right, just remember the question about Samayam Right there, that said, Rashi quotes the two other places where it said, because the Kodesh Baruch Hu said, you think you're going to stop this? By Noah, by the Sias Mitzrayim. So, what are they going to stop here? Moshe's going to die? How are they going to stop that? So some say it means that they were going to stop it. He wasn't going to go up the mountain because he was only supposed to die on the mountain. They were going to stop him from going up the mountain. Okay. Based on the Gemara and Sukkah. Go see Eretz Yisrael. And you shall die. Umus. On the mountain that you will go up on. And you're going to die there. The Ebenezer is bothered. Is he commanding Moshe something? Umus, you shall die. It sounds like it's deceivably. You can't die yourself. Right? He's not asking Moshe to kill himself. So, so what's the, what does it mean here? So the Ebenezer says, Rabbi Bachai quotes the Ebenezer in source 10, it means get ready to. 
cucumber atatsmo. Remember one of the one of the he buried himself. Nobody else buried him. So Moshe, get ready, get ready to die. But that's not what umus means. V'yitachem lefarish says Rabbeinu Bachai, Inyan umus sheani gozer olecha shetamas biyad. It doesn't mean that you will die, but this is what I am decreeing upon you. Kiyamisa inena biyad adam because obviously death is not in the hands of a person. And here's a key line: V'lakach. Lo timsa beso lashen akodesh mila belashen tzivui bedaver shein yicholus biad adam lasoso miyad. You'll never find a word in lashen akodesh that means, you know, you shall do it if it's impossible to do, right? You shall die. What word? Tamus, tamus. Does that mean you shall die? But that's not a tzivui. That's just a saying a reality. Tishan, you shall sleep. No, you can't. Kigona shein of Amisa. Kiyam adaber mchaveiro ein lomer lo yashein v'lomus. Shari yefshalo lishan v'lomus miyad. Ukshizker b'kan mus tvar Hashem hu v'hu yisal hagozer. A person can't say that to another person, but Hashem can, because Hashem is decreeing it through His word. It doesn't mean prepare to. Moshe, you're going to go up there, and, and, and I'm going to say, because I'm in control. The, the magic of Lashon HaKodesh he talks about. Again, not modern Hebrew, but the ultimate Lashon HaKodesh. There are words that do not exist in Lashon HaKodesh except if they're being uttered by HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Except they're being uttered by Hashem. Okay, one final point. And this is said over, uh, the, in the name of the Rambam. We don't know whether the Rambam said it, but the Chida, the next source, the Chida quotes us from the Rambam. Again, the Sefer Tov Apneim, which is a, uh, a Likud, the modern Likud. He quotes us from the Rambam. Quotes this from the Rambam. Shamati, this is all a quote from the Chida. Again, the Chida lived 1700s, right? Years after the, 400, 500 years after the Rambam, but he quotes this story. Relating to, right, in Yana Dioma, the Alchets. Many, many Alchets. Shamati bibi Ravagon, Maran Rav Avram, Sanjuri, Shashama Yishvish Rambam. One time somebody, Pamlo Ratsa Adam Gadol Echa Lomar Vitu Yamakipurim. Somebody comes to the Rambam and says, there are so many Alchets. I know I did a lot of them, but I didn't do all of them. I didn't do all of them. Right, well, how could I say, you know, I'm going to say this one, Lama you never lefnei Hashem. You know, how, how could I say a lie? Right, I didn't have, I wasn't, uh, you know, a person wasn't in school and a person didn't, doesn't have any parents. Zilzal Homer Morim. So the Rambam tells him, Ilu Hashem. says, you don't recognize Hashem's, Hashem scales. Hashem scales. If you did, you, you would have kavana in each alchet. In each alchet. Kaddish Baruch Hu, you know, you think you're so great, the Ramam tells us, the greater one is, the more Hashem expects of us. The more Hashem expects of us. Right? David HaMelech, what did the Psukim describe? What did Chazal say? He was with an Eishas Ish. She was Megureshas. She was divorced. Right? He's considered the murderer of Uriah. He cut Shaul's Beged. Even though Shaul was running after him, all of these. Because for David Amalek, these were called Chatayim. For David Amalek, the Rambam says, it's our job to relate every line of Vidui to our life. And yes, some might be further down in Avodah Hashem, the field in Avodah Hashem, some might not be. But everything can relate to us. There's something in every Alchet, in every Ashamnu, that we can relate to. And it's hard because we have to be honest with ourselves and we have to you know, look in the mirror and, and, and see 
see us for who we are. We also have to know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu loves us. And we say Avinu before we say Malkeinu. And we say Avinu, Al-Chei Lefanecha. And to also recognize the thought of the Chassam Sofer that I love to say over. Right, the minute of Klai Yisrael is right before Ashamnu, we say a little diddly. Isn't that funny? We say a little song, we're terrible and we're guilty and we give bad advice and what, what are we singing for? It says the Chassam Sofer. Because when a Jew does a mitzvah, the Jew sings. And it doesn't matter what kind of mitzvah it is. You might say it's only when the, the, uh, this, the, uh, the Tshuva B'tzibur, Reb Salvechik once said, it's the Hashanahs during Chazar Hashanah, it's not the Hashanahs. No, we, we never sing. Okay, but you can still say. You can still say, Kodesh Baruch Hu wants our Tshuva. Shem wants our Tshuva. And maybe just to close, right, remember the story. Story, the Medrash tells the story of Adam and Cain. Adam was walking down the street and he meets Cain. And he says, Cain, what's going on? How you doing? Cain's like, great, I did Tshuva. Adam's like, Really? I didn't know there was such a thing. And asks the Rabbi Tzadok, I think, I think it was Rabbi Tzadok, what, what's, what did, how did Adam not know about Tshuva? Tshuva was created before the world was created, right? One of the seven things. So what did Cain know or have that Adam didn't have? So he explains kind of one thing that Adam didn't have. And that's a father. Because Tshuva is going back to your father. And that's what Adam didn't have because he was obviously Yitzir Kapov uh, of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So yes, we need to relate every al-chait to our lives, but we have to do that with the acknowledgement that Hashem loves us, He wants us to come close to Him, and He wants us to, Be'ed Hashem, be able to achieve kapara gemura and tara gemura uh, on, on Yom Kippur. So, Be'ed Hashem, we shall be zochet to a shnaz bracha, a, uh, a, a purification time period, as we have here during the Yom Kippur, and Be'ed Hashem, uh, wishing all of us another year of learning together, of being inspired together, and... Uh, you know, continuing the, uh, you know, if not uh, in person, at least uh, virtual, hopefully there'll be times in person that we could also learn together uh, this year as well. Okay, we'll stop here. And there will be a year of I just don't know when.